Kia ora, beautiful soul. Welcome to Bones of Business. I am your host, Corey J. Taylor, and we are about to jump your bones. In this podcast, we explore how to cultivate all the juicy foundations to have a wildly turned on, sassy, sensational business that you love, to truly feel it in your bones and know that you can anchor everything you want when you land in the body first. The Bones of Business podcast is designed to guide you home to yourself as the pivotal energetics of your business. We talk sex, we talk money, intimacy, leadership, emotions, bones, all the things. So be open to exploring. I have grown my business from zero to quarter of a million in two and a half years part-time. With over 15 years experience as a business owner, medical herbalist, breathwork facilitator, psychic and founder of the Kanika Academy, I want to break the fear that holds you back from success. Bones of Business is your place to come, hang out. Remember, you are so fucking powerful as you are and that your trauma does not need to run the show. Emotional safety is my highest priority in all of my spaces. And so if I do offend you, I apologize. I am still learning and growing and always a student from Down Under, New Zealand. If you love my work, please like, subscribe and share as I feel it in my bones that I am here for huge impact and new earth rising. Let's get you center stage of your life, sister. So within, so without, as above, so below, and through the bones, we fucking go. Well, hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to the Bones of Business podcast. What I really wanted to talk to you about today is a profound uh, experience, an embodied experience that has been happening in my community recently. And it came about from a program that I decided to do as I launched the Bones of Business podcast, which was called Be Sensational 21 Day Challenge. And what came about was this idea of really giving huge value to my community around, you know, 10 to 15 minutes a day of some of the key pieces that I have found have allowed me to move from zero to, you know, 300K in two and a half, three years. So what came from that was all of these ideas and these discussions that I wanted to have. And yet I still allowed some space for if it felt like something else needed to come through that day, we would work with that. And one of the key ones that really, really blew my mind and has actually really helped shift a huge amount in the community, which has allowed them to gift themselves a lot more permission, was this connection between or a meld really between consistency and perfection. And so what I hadn't connected the dots with until I experienced this profound shift in the community is that consistency and perfection were somehow being melded together. And so if someone didn't show up for one thing out of 30 days, they were making it mean so much that they would then spiral into the shame spiral and be thrown right off track, right? And so there's going to be a few ways that I come at this from, but the most profound shift for me was this huge, massive permission piece when I started pulling this apart for the community and allowing them to really see that consistency doesn't mean perfection, And if you allow yourself to really give that uh, strategy and execution some level of permission for it not to be perfect, (laughs) then of course, there's going to be a massive shift because the biggest thing that we see, and it's been drummed into us, it's conditioned, it's a systems trauma and a societal template is that if you fall off the wagon once, you're a problem. 
you're a burden or maybe you're not enough or maybe you're too much or whatever that might be. And then there's this self-flagellation that seems to happen. And it seems to happen in the coaching industry a lot where we're not giving ourselves the breath or the the width to do it messy and and do it messy and made to have both sides of the coin being relevant and and front of house right and so when we meld perfection and consistency as soon as you make a mistake you're now in the space of okay well i made a mistake now i'm a problem and now i'm going to make it a problem that i'm a problem and from there everything can be derailed and so i wanted to talk about this right now because it seemed to be the biggest permission piece in the community and it has really called everyone in to recognizing that you cannot have perfection and consistency at the same time. And that perfection in itself is already flawed, right? Which we know, we know logically, but our bodies are trained to know differently. That perfection itself is already striving for something outside of yourself so that you can't make it happen, right? So that in some way it's keeping you safe because if you have to have it perfect, you're not going to launch. You're not going to do the thing that's going to shift the needle and allow you to create change. And at the same time, the body is doing this from a place of, okay, subconsciously, I don't actually want to change because that would mean that I would be unsafe because I'm moving into an unknown territory, right? And so the bones will contract when you're changing, when you're expressing a new version of yourself, when you're stepping into a new iteration of yourself. And so often we're making that integration base, even if we're showing up consistently, we are making that integration space a problem. And yet all it takes is for us to rest, but we've layered this shame on top of integration and made that, you know, tiredness, fatigue, anything like that in your business, not being on all the time is in some way a problem. But the reality is we all have cycles. We all have seasons. And if we allow ourselves to come back into those cycles, we're returning to our innate nature, which is us in our menstrual cycle, which is us in our follicular. It's us in our luteal. It's, you know, it's us knowing that every day, every moment, we are hormonally different. And so if we allow ourselves the permission to show up consistently with right? Permission to make it messy. You're going to naturally make your way to the big thing that you want without making a big problem every day. So it's going to be so much easier to anchor and land this 5D version of you into a 3D, right? And I only use those terms because, you know, some people struggle to see that consciousness is, you know, we want that consciousness, but we also have to have the 3D looked after, Otherwise, we're not going to be able to lift to 5D. We've got to descend in order to ascend. And so what happens is that the body will actually go through a process of clearing out the lymphatic waste and the conditioning and the trauma that is sitting in the bones that is being sung like a frequency out into your environment, into the universal field. And that frequency is actually giving the truth of how you feel. Right. And so if you're saying, I want a million dollars, and the body's going mm, wrong, because if I have a million dollars, it means someone will siphon my energy, or I'll owe someone, or my past will come up to bite me in the bum, or, you know, it'll be too much, I'll be too greedy. 
all of these thoughts that are underneath that I want this, I desire this, your bones are going to be showing that frequency out to the world. And so it's going to elude. And every time you try to get it even more, you're attaching meaning to that that thing. And that means that it's going to stay away because you're attached to that thing, right? So if you're attached to the partner, if you're attached to the bank account, if you're attached to the business being a particular way or however many people you impact, it's going to have an impact on how you actually show up every day because you're going to make it mean something when you don't have it. And this is what pushes the experience out of your arena. It pushes it out of your alignment. And so what I invite people to do is really allow themselves the consistency to show up messy every day, knowing what they want at the end of 30 days or 90 days, but that their everyday experience is what's going to shift it and that it shouldn't be something that has to be perfect, right? If you don't do the thing in the morning, if you make it wrong, you're not going to do it at night. And then the next day you're going to berate yourself. If you don't do the thing in the morning and you say, okay, and that's okay, what I'll do is I'll create space tonight. You do it at night. What you're doing is you are banking evidence and backing yourself so much so that you have the self-trust for the next day to be like, okay, yesterday was a little bit hard. What did I learn from that? I learned that if I don't schedule it in in the morning, I'm going to get like completely taken off track by the afternoon. And then by the evening, I'm going to feel a little bit shattered. But I showed up last time. So what I'm going to do this time is I'm going to schedule it in. Or I'm going to schedule two spaces in my day and make sure that one of these moments in this day is going to be that one thing, right? Because those who are, you know, all, I don't want to say successful or the high atomic habits kind of energy, those people do the top 5% that scares them, right? They're not doing the rest of the to-do list that can be delegated out because those are the little things that are holding you away from the top 5% that are going to make the difference, but they do that and they do it messy and they do it consistently, even if it's messy, because if they tried to do it perfect, it's never going to happen. And so coming back to, you know, really having that consistency in your cycles, consistency in your strategy and your execution, what a lot of people are forgetting is that if you don't celebrate the small steps, the permission goes away because you're not recognizing that, okay, I did this one thing consistently every day and I'm going to celebrate each day that I do it because then by the 30 days, the thing that I wanted is probably going to be here before I even realize it's here, right? And so, you know, every day, if you celebrate the small things, what you're allowing yourself to do is shed the shame of not having done it before and changing the stories that have led to this moment of you not being a finisher or not being a completer in some way, right? You're coming back to clear the old cycles, the old patterns and the old stories in your bones that are telling you that you don't deserve what you desire, right? And as we anchor more safety, every time we're anchoring more safety into the body, okay, I can trust myself. You are cracking open the cycles of abundance and prosperity no matter when. Winter still offers us pumpkins. Winter still offers us the nuts and seeds, right? And so there is always abundance in no matter what cycle. But if you are not giving yourself the permission for it to be consistent and messy, not consistent and perfect, 
what you're doing is you're locking yourself out of the potential that you have, but you're also locking yourself out of that deep, beautiful cycle of self-trust. Right. And so just like a menstrual system, you know, a menstrual system, a menstrual cycle, sorry. Right. Your first phase, the menstruation, when you're actually bleeding, that's like deeply reflective. It's a time to come in and do inner processing. So if your one strategy to show up and be consistent is to dance every day, maybe that's a contemporary energy. It's just a stretch. It's a yin yoga presence. It's a rest and renewal energy. But that's going to be totally different to when you're ovulating, right, which is your third phase. And that's when your energy is really expressive and productive and all about teamwork, where you're probably going to bring in some kind of Lizzo song and, and, right, we're in it. Let's play. It's about time, right? It's about damn time, right? They're totally different energies, but they are consistent that you are showing up for that one thing. And you're doing it messy, but you're doing it in your cycles. You don't have to be dancing to the highest energy, expressive energy every single day, but you've shown up for the strategy, which is the one dance that you do every day to reset your energy and show up and be, right, I did it today. Here is my self-trust that I keep showing up for myself no matter what. And so consistency is profound in its nature. If we try to do something for 10 hours on a weekend you know, 10 hours of pumping iron or, I don't know, mindset work, we're going to blow ourselves out, right? If we do 10 minutes every day, 20 minutes every day for the entire year, right? What we're doing is we're compounding the interest on our efforts and our self-trust to keep showing up for ourselves. And whether you miss a few days, you're not going to make it mean anything. These are the stories that have held us back from what we truly want. And so it's an invitation to know that consistency is not melded to perfection and that any disempowering thought that you have around perfection is the first sign of a story, right? If we were meant to be perfect, everybody would have their most amazing, you know, businesses and relationships and body but we're not meant to be perfect. That is the whole expression of being human. And consistency to me, out of everything that I have seen in the business arena and the coaching industry and in my own business, is that it is the consistency to keep showing up for myself that shifts the needle for my business. And yet, I can't tell you how many times I have fallen away from consistency to try and be in the perfection of something and made it mean something when I don't keep showing up, right? It's one of my deepest wounds as a coach, as a health coach, as I put on weight when I was in extreme reflection of trauma from a child in a COVID response, right? What really happened for me was nothing changed in my food. Nothing, I I didn't change how I was eating. I didn't change how I was exercising, but my entire uh, expression of my body and my mind was that I was threatened. My entire life felt threatened. And so my body went into a space of, I have to be perfect and get everything right so that nobody attacks me. Right. And so I was walking on eggshells from the moment I woke up in the morning to the moment I went to sleep. And probably when I was asleep as well, because I was in this total life threatening kind of 
I am a problem and I'm a burden and now I have to keep myself safe in some way from the society shift, right? And so I had to cultivate safety like I've never cultivated it before, but I wasn't doing the basic day-to-day things to look after my body when it was going through such a stressful space. And so I put on a lot of weight. I made it a problem. I made it mean something. I almost collapsed and burnt down my entire business, even though I think I had got to 50 grand that year, even though I was hardly doing anything. And I was about to burn down my marriage and burn down everything because I wasn't showing up consistently for myself. The moment I gave myself a breath of fresh air, and gave myself permission to do things messy and consistently everything shifted and so it was a it was a moment in time where i decided i was all in no matter what and that i would do things messy and let that be okay right so there's been days in this 21 day challenge where I have woken up really inflamed like premenstrually or after having indian one night you know, I seem to react to the sugars and I was making it mean something. I was making it mean that I couldn't go live. Maybe I should like pre-record something a day before, you know, I was making it mean all these things. And when I realized that I was trying to be perfect, I was like, okay, we've got to crush that. It's okay. Let it be seen. Let it be felt. It's uncomfortable. And I'm going to go live anyway. Right. And so I went live every day knowing that It was a shift for me as much as the women that were being supported by it as well. And it was a shift for our entire community for me to show up messy and knowing that that was creating a made energy, right? A made energy for me is like, I made it. I made it because I'm letting myself make it by choosing me right now in this moment, not the societal pressure, not the templates, conditions or fears that I have around showing up. Because in my past, if I was tired or overweight or not, you know, looking perfect, I would make that mean the world. I even remember saying to my sister, um, I'd rather be dead than fat. And I just looked at myself. I saw, I, I felt like I left my body and looked at myself and was like, how could you say that? Actually, that was how deep the fear of being overweight for me as a health practitioner, health consultant was because it was such a reflection of the fear I have around community seeing me in an imperfect state. And so as I realized that the only thing that was going to allow me to shift all of my old stories and this lack of safety that I felt in the community was consistency to show up for myself and cultivate safety within, I decided that I was going to show up no matter what, no matter what and there were moments there that everything in my life felt like it was collapsing I felt replaceable I felt like a burden I even stepped on a puffer fish right was rushed to hospital and was like did I choose this was this a moment that I chose and it was a moment that I chose to kind of wake me back up and make me realize that you know what I am doing is enough and enough is enough and everything I do is enough and that you know There's no need to keep striving and just allow myself to rest in the knowing that messy is made and perfection is a facade, right? And so the invitation to really allow yourself to lean in, let yourself be seen 
And this is why we do it in the Own It group is to every Own It post is a way of shedding the shame and letting yourself be seen. And it's profound. The women are having such remarkable experiences right down to I'm playing more. I'm having more fun. I'm showing up messy. And this is like the next level for me. I I never thought I'd be able to do this, right? There's people in there that have never actually even posted a picture of themselves. Not saying that that's our prime goal, but the reality is they feel safe enough to do that. And that to me is the most empowering piece. So I hope if there was something you took away from that, that you know, if there is something stopping you from getting the thing that you desire and the thing that you want, sometimes it can be that one piece, that consistency is melded to perfection. You don't have to have it perfect, right? The 80% you put in, the 20% that isn't perfect, right? That's not going to make the shift. You've already hit 51% of doing the thing consistently. That's going to create the shift. So rewire it in your brain. It is safe for me to do this messy. It is safe for me to be consistent and messy. It is safe for me to have what I want when I show up consistently, but not even that. It's safe for me to have what I want. And once you do that, once you choose, I declare that I get everything that I need when I need it. I declare that my needs are met. I declare that I am safe. I declare that I show up for me. What you're doing is you're rewiring the bones, the hieroglyphs and the bones, and you are actually allowing yourself the full credit and kudos that you are human and you get to experience all of it without making it mean something about you existentially, right? You are so divine. You are so beautiful. Your unique elixir for this world, your unique medicine is what the world needs, but it's also first and foremost, your medicine. And so if that is about consistency and showing up for yourself, then I invite you to know that consistency over frequency is going to win every time. Consistency when done messy is always going to win over perfection. Consistency when done with permission to meet yourself where you're at in your cycles is always going to trump trying to get it the right cycle, the right way, the right thing for somebody else or something else or some, you know, another condition. So. I hope you got what you needed from this space and just recognizing that any disempowering thoughts, right, go right back to the original moment that it is an early sign of some kind of story that you're making it mean something and letting yourself own it. Come into the own it group. Come and join us. We have a 21 day challenge. You don't have to do it from the day that we started. You can start whenever you want and know that it's there for you to truly go through and process and be seen and be witnessed. So I'm celebrating everyone. Thank you for being with me on the Bones of Business podcast. We always get down to the bones because the bones are the first ones created in the body. The cells are the first ones created in the body. And so the bones are the very thing that holds and allows the bone marrow, right? So the two of them together birth the divine child, which is the play, which is the pleasure, which is life in presence. It is life in living. And so, yeah, when you bring consistency over perfection, you are letting yourself live. So beautiful, beautiful brother, sister, wherever you are in the world, I hope this meets you and greets you and lands and resonates. Please, as always, leave us a message, a review, share, like, subscribe, do all the things, and we'll see you back in the next podcast.